Well, welcome to See Here Love. It's our summer series, and we're featuring never-before-seen interviews and all of your favorite shows from our past seasons. So we hope you enjoy our past conversations that are still very important and inspiring today. Enjoy. Welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and we're so glad that you've joined us today as we chat about this, when life knocks you down, how to get back up and live a life of resilience and courage. I'm really excited about this topic. And to encourage and inspire us with this daunting task, we have special guests with us, Linda Cho, whose previous escapades include church planter, pastor, airline agent, celebrity handler, and tour manager, and who currently leads the live entertainment program at World Vision Canada, and who has a lot to say mm. on this subject. Welcome, Linda. Thank you for having me. It's such All a right. pleasure. Awesome. And also here with us is the most resilient women that I know <laughs> and courageous, Cheryl Brooke-Lisa. Welcome. Oh, so good to be here. Ooh, I love this theme because personally this is one that I've had to journey and live through. That when life knocks you down, when circumstances get us and you're out, how to get back up. Mm. And I know, Linda, you have <laughs> dealt with this firsthand. So why is this topic so close to you um, as we talk about getting back up and being resilient in life? Well, that's such a great question. Being resilient is uh, a part of our journey on the on the daily. And there's so many women who are watching that can relate to this. But uh, just to give you a little bit of my story, um, my story of resilience, we can track back as, as a little girl growing up, my dream of being a mom and a wife was so real. And I remember um, getting married at uh, 26 years old and six months into marriage, brand spanking new, newlywed, being diagnosed with a, a serious heart and lung disease to the point where I was told uh, you cannot have children. Uh, and the worst case scenario is that, you know, we might need to do open heart surgery, lung transplant, the most intense uh, season of my life. And I remember when I first heard the news that you may never have children, uh, actually you never will, I remember the first thoughts that went through my mind was, oh my gosh, I wonder if my mother knew I could never give her grandkids. Oh. I wonder if my in-laws knew that I could never supply them with grandbabies. And just the feeling of how it knocks your very identity, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, through that process, I was able to get my heart disease um, fixed medically through an operation, but the lung disease, which was an incurable disease, uh, was miraculously healed supernaturally by God, which wow, is absolutely amazing. incredible. Amazing. It was amazing. And yeah. it was it was a good like four year journey. But by the time I was I was uh, I was sitting around the same specialist who had four specialists and a nurse practitioner sitting next to me, the same ones that told me I could never have kids and that adoption was was uh, the best option and that if I ever got pregnant they would have to do a therapeutic abortion. Can you imagine Imagine having wow. to hear that. The same doctors and the same nurse practitioner was sitting around the circle uh, and saying to me, so technically we're discharging you because you don't have this lung disease. <laughs> wow. and, and I remember looking at them being like, uh, amazing, okay, and what about kids? Mm -hmm. And the same doctors that said absolutely not looked at each other and they said, Linda, we've been talking about you and we just figure, go for it. 
And we're like, ah, you know, yeah, so then yeah. there was right. such a huge celebration being like, oh my gosh, God, my life gets to start over again. Yeah. I get to live my dream. Mm -hmm. I get to go for it. And then uh, a year later, I discovered um, the, my world fell apart because the carpet was pulled under my feet. Pandora's box was open and I just discovered that my husband at the time had a whole other life that I wasn't aware of, wow. which then, um, you know, to be, to almost be, to almost have a dream, to have that dream taken away, mm -hmm. then the dream given back, then your marriage falls apart. You're just like, God, this feels like a cosmic joke. You know, like what is going on here? Mm -hmm. And having to struggle through what that looks like in, in, in each moment, almost having to reshift identity, you know, like who am I yeah. in this season and in this moment? Um, and in that knocking down and that crushing and that brokenness, it was through that journey that I ended up discovering who God is. Wow. And in discovering yeah. who he is, that was the number one thing that, um, that would speak into who I am. You know, I love that, Linda, because we talk a lot about that on the show about knowing who God is, mm -hmm. yeah. which then helps us know who we are. Because mm -hmm. yeah. if we allow circumstances and people to define us, mm -hmm. we will not make it. Mm -hmm. Never. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of lies that us women have believed or culture has put on us. Mm -hmm. But I love what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, as you said, when we knew who God is and his character and who he is, that forms mm -hmm. us. What are your thoughts about that? As she's saying that, because I'm seeing you all nodding and going, wow, the story, Linda. Mm -hmm. Cheryl. Um, I'm emotional. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think that your story is so needed. Mm -hmm. There are so many people that um, feel that carpet mm -hmm. pulling out from under them. Yeah. Um, but for you to come out on the other side and see God through it, mm -hmm his handiwork through it, to see your identity restored. That, that's his hope for us, is that we would not be overwhelmed by these storms, but that we would see him in the midst yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. And I'm actually reminded of the story in Joseph where uh, Joseph gets uh, thrown in, uh, away by his brothers and mm. sold into slavery. And, uh, and, and the Bible says uh, what, what man intended for harm, God has intended for good. And I just see your story now and I think, wow, like you've been through it and God is using you and your testimony like to heal other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just to, I, I was just thinking about what you said about this identity that we have. And the Bible is very clear that we are made male and female in the image of God. And sometimes when we take upon what the world is saying, that image is distorted. It's shattered often sometimes by the external circumstance. And I love that analogy of the cart being pulled out from under you. We were talking about courage, you know, often on the show, it's like, stand up, this is who I am, pay attention. And then every time you fall, it builds up a resilience so that we have a grit in our faith. Yeah. Linda, for you, so marriage ends, mm -hmm. and now you can have kids. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've also went through a very dark depression. Yes. For a lot of people listening and watching, they'd be like, then you should just be out. Like, you should be like in the corner, blanket wrapped around yeah. you. I, I'm not gonna do anything. <laughs> Here you are on the show sharing your story. What, what was it? How did you practically stand up mm -hmm. and, and, and you know, start living your life? 
Well, Melinda, do not get me wrong. I've had moments <laughs> yes. where I've been surrounded by styrofoam takeout containers <laughs> that just yes. piled on and I was not moving. Yeah. Uh, but through it all, I think what I discovered is resilience. Oftentimes when we think about resilience, we think about having to be strong and pushing through and just, you know, grinning and bearing it. But in the scriptures, it's different, mm. right? God, God says to Paul uh, that my grace is sufficient. My, my power is made perfected in our weakness. Mm. And that it's when we are weak, he is strong. And it's almost, to be honest, I, I almost can't boast. I mean, Paul says that he boasts in his weakness if he's gonna boast about anything. Mm -hmm. And that's truly uh, what I can say is if I was gonna boast about anything, it's through the trials, through the tribulations, I it's taught me how to lean mm. and it's taught me how to be weak in his arms. It's taught me to let go of control and say, I trust you. I trust who you say you are because you've shown me your goodness. You've shown me your faithfulness. Yeah. And something that's interesting, Melinda, is that you know, we don't get to experience characters of God unless we need to. Mm. What I mean by that is you never get to experience God as healer unless you need healing. Right. You never experience God as the binder upper of broken hearts if you don't have a broken heart. And too often we want to live a life that is coasting and, and suffering yeah. free mm -hmm. and hardship free. But guess what? We're missing out mm -hmm. on huge characteristics yeah. of who yeah. God is yeah. if we live a perfect life. Mm -hmm. I love that because I think for even for us personally, and I want to get to that too for each of us as our, mm. in our own story. Yeah. I never saw or realized how much I needed God and how amazing God mm. you know, is until I was down yeah. in the gutter because it was always me. My strength, my power, my control, yeah. my success, and it's all about me. Mm. So that selfish me. Mm -hmm. And when those things start you know, being taken from me, you're like, wait a second, mm -hmm. uh-oh. Yeah. And I, I remember very clearly moments where I'm like, God, it's just me and you. Mm -hmm. And I need you more than ever because yeah. right now people are failing me and circumstances are failing yeah. me. Yeah. And so it is, it's a beautiful, it's a weird thing. Cause people are like, what? So you have to be broken to, you know, to be better. And you know, and you're like, yeah, you know, you get to know God more. Yeah. What are yeah. you, you guys must have gone through some of those similar mm -hmm. things. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know uh, about a year ago, my husband and I went down to Nashville and we walked through this situation where we, uh, we felt God calling us to do something and we ended up losing all that we had given uh, financially time we were discouraged and we uh, uh, we kind of stepped back and wondered like how are we gonna get through this you know and God gets you through it like he's actually he's in it then he's in it after and I know for us uh, specifically it was a year after the fact that I was like wow God <laughs> you're so good even in that time even in your time like God is still good and we're still called to like give him thanks and praise him in the hardest times in our life. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. I just feel like it's, you know, I love this carpet pulling. I feel like when we're knocked down, um, it's not for us to figure out the one-two punch. Mm. It's for us to allow ourselves to fall into the hands of God. Yeah. And so it's a different posture. It's as opposed to sort of like, as you said, being hardened and, and mm -hmm. strong. It's being, it's surrendering into mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. and saying, okay, I'm not going to look at the storms and the waves. I'm going to look at the one who created them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be like Peter. You know, the Bible says, having done all I stand, but I don't stand in my own strength. Yeah. 
I stand in that grace that is sufficient yes. to keep me. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bit of surrendering and trusting, which is hard to do when you're falling. When you're in the midst, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. It's like counterintuitive. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, trust exercise. You have to trust, and you're like, no, I don't want to fall. Yes, I'm going to fall. Are you going to catch me? We will. No, you won't. And then, okay, but there have been sometimes some people have not caught the person. I've seen them on those YouTube clips, yeah. and it's like, oh, that's men, though, yeah, that's right? exactly, oh, exactly. Jesus. God always catches Lisa. Uh, I think there's a lot of mercy when God hits us where it hurts mm. because again we are we are selfish we are you know we live in a culture where we are very blessed in the western side of the world we are very very blessed mm -hmm. and we rely on these things and then when god takes them away that's when we're like focusing on god and i think one of the things that happens when we're knocked down is that in god's grace we find just how resilient we can be yeah, and yes. there's the strength yeah. and there's the character there's the encounter with god and again these are used as tools we're human broken human agents mm -hmm. of god God's kingdom, and I've always found that we are strongest in our broken places because He binds us up. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's really Lindsay. Good. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, we, you know, there's a big essential oil craze going on or like perfumes. And when you think about how are those created, it's through the crushing, mm. right? It's through the pressing and that beautiful, valuable liquid gold comes out. Mm. And sometimes I wonder if some of our best moments come from times of brokenness and crushing and Absolutely. letting him, like you're saying, yeah. be our resilience. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful picture. The crushing, you know, creates the fragrance. Mm -hmm. Right, and, and, it's and, the, form. and it's purest mm -hmm. and most potent form. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so purest and Woo! most potent. We got it. <laughs> how are you doing now? Like when you look back at your life, what? How? How do you feel? What do you? What do you? Do you go? Wow! I can't believe I'm here today. Absolutely. I mean, I remember a time where my insides were it were in so much pain and thinking that uh, the English language is failing me because I need a word that's three levels lower than devastation mm -hmm. and you know and this pain is so physical it's never gonna go and I want to share this because if there's anyone watching um, but today I can say I am living life and living with joy and just experiencing his grace in every area of my life and if anything when it talks about um, Christ coming to give us life and life to the fullest, I'm literally dipping my toe into that mm. and it's wonderful. Mm. Linda, you're so inspiring. It's so amazing to see you here after all that you've been through. Now, I know that you've also brought a verse that has helped you live a life of resilience and courage. And what verse is that? Well, I brought Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 to 24, and I'd like to read in the message. Is that okay? Yes. So God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried out. They are created new every morning. How great your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. He's all I've got left. Ah, uh, I love that. It's so encouraging. So good. I know we Ooh. want to talk about that. But first, let's go to co-host Joanna as she shares her thoughts about Lamentations 3, 22 to 24 from The Good Word. I love the Bible because it's real. It deals with every human emotion and it doesn't hold back. There's actually a whole book called Lamentations. It's about lamenting, complaining, being in sorrow and sadness about your situation. And actually in the Near East at the time, it was really common to write this kind of poetry. They call it dirge poetry. It's like emo poetry, basically. And so in Lamentations chapter three at verse 22, it says, the first glimpse of hope in a whole lament. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. 
for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. In the midst of the lamenting, in the midst of the dirge poetry, the emo sadness, the very real pain and sorrow and grief of life, we can find these glimmers of hope. And these glimmers of hope are in God himself. I love that this scripture says that God's mercies are new every morning. I know there are times and there are days and there are seasons where it feels like we have used up all the mercy of God, that surely we have come to the end of his mercy for us. But it says in Lamentations that his mercy is new every morning. We can use it all up today and tomorrow morning when we wake up, it is completely full and ready to be used again. That is the amazing love that God has for us. He can handle our sadness, our sorrow, our grief, our pain, all of the things that we have done to screw up, mess up our own life. He can handle it. He wants to meet us there and bring us mercy day after day. If we would just turn to him instead of turning inward on ourselves. So go ahead, write that emo poem. But as you do, would you look to God as the hope and the light and the mercy of your life? Thanks, Joanna. Great thoughts. Um, so let's share our thoughts. So it's Lamentations 3, 22 to 24, and how it helps that verse guide us through some pretty dark and tough times in our own lives. Mm. And, uh, it all comes right back to who he is. It talks about in, in, in the message, God's loyal love. Like, mm -hmm. And in another translation, it says, the steadfast love mm -hmm. of the Lord never fails. And it says something about him. It's like, we can be tossed and turned like the waves, but he, it's his character mm -hmm. that he will never, he would never go to the left or to the right. His love is steadfast, his love is real. And when he's all you've got, you've got everything. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah I think it. about that. Like when I feel like I have no love for myself because of what? like I've just been through what or whatever like God's love is steadfast God's mm -hmm. love is loyal when I feel dried up God's love is not dried up you know mm -hmm. and that says mercies are new every single morning and if that's how you have to take it like literally morning by morning yeah. great yeah and it's good to be reminded of that because we compare God to people mm -hmm. and right. people have conditions and their love dries up and they leave and they can be judgmental and so sometimes yeah. we take that and say that's who God is well yeah. It's, not. it's not. He's not that. I mean, this is his love never runs out. He never runs out. He's always with us. Yeah, yeah Lisa. For me, it just reminds me of what um, C.S. Lewis wrote. He was the author who wrote Narnia, the Chronicles of Narnia, and he had this statement, and he's written so many things, but this one statement that is resonating right now is where he says, the individual who has God in everything has no more than the individual who has God alone. And we, wow. we are identified and we place so much of our heart in these worldly things, what other people say. And again, as God strips them away, this is the Shrek analogy, the onion, the right? onion. you peel it away. Shrek and the onion, yes. He's like, I'm not <laughs> trying to save the shell that is of this world. There's something in there. And mm. that is what I'm here to love. That is what I'm here to redeem. Yeah, that's good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. For me, I just, uh, when I think I can't face another day, you know, God says to me, if you can just wake up. Mm. I've got everything Beautiful. else mm -hmm. for you. I've yeah. got mercy. Beautiful. I've got new love. Yeah. I've got new grace. I've got new strength mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is open your eyes. Mm -hmm. I'll do the rest. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you don't always have to look. Sorry, you don't always have to look like a year down the road. You just literally, like it can be day by day, moment by moment. Yeah. His mercies are new. And that's how it should be. It shouldn't be day by day. Sometimes we overwhelm ourselves and others by saying, you know, you're here now and depressed. And now, like, you know, you're looking ahead by a year or two. But it's like, no, actually, minute by minute, hour by hour, you know, day by day is how we should live. That's what overwhelms us, isn't it? It's just looking at the whole. Oh, the whole picture, the big overview where it's like, no, it's just like day by day and minute by minute we get through. Because when you don't know right? how you're even going to get out of bed tomorrow. Absolutely. Like, how, how do you, yeah. Or have a shower. How do you right? envision, <laughs> how do you envision yeah. yourself, you know, three years down the road? Like, you, you can't. can't. Yeah. And there have been times where I would be like, oh, I'm doing great. And then the next moment I'd be in a puddle. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just lied to the person I told it was, it was great. <laughs> you were but, great yeah, but, yeah. It, but it's realizing it's alone, actually yeah. God's mercies are new. Yeah. And so yeah, it's like we're responsible for this 10-minute segment. Yeah. And we can be in a different place in the next 10-minute segment. Yeah. But what never changes is yeah. his love and his mercy. I love what you said. They are new every morning. Yeah. I think that in itself, it's like, what a great truth. It's new. Every morning. And it starts over again. Mm. So if it was a bad day yesterday, the Lord then the next day can be better. Absolutely. It could be worse, but it could be better. Yeah. And that's how I believe we should yeah. live. I yeah. think we've overwhelmed ourselves in our society yeah. on how we should live in the pressures. And I think that's caused us a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also yeah. the tail end of that verse that says, where would I go, basically? I choose you. I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with God. And that's the daily choice you make. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the circumstance, 10 minute, one moment by one moment, mm-hmm. every minute, it's like, no, I choose God. Where else would we go? Oh, I yeah. love it. What a great verse in Lamentations. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your thoughts, everyone. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, now let's go to our Ask the Expert segment with our registered psychotherapist and counselor, Lindsay Thompson, as she gives us some advice on how to be resilient when the storms of life come our way. I love the word resilience. Merriam-Webster gives two definitions, but for our purpose, I've combined them into one. Resilience is the ability to spring back to our original form after difficulty. I want to suggest that God created us to be amazingly resilient. So how do we tap into this when the storms of life are raging? I have two ideas, acceptance and self-efficacy. Number one, acceptance. It's okay to accept that life is hard, often doesn't make any sense and can really, really hurt. Instead of beating yourself up over what happened or trying to push it aside like you're fine, acknowledge it. It hurt. Life is hard. Number two is self-efficacy. Believe that you are created and have the ability to overcome. One of my favorite verses is 2 Timothy 1.7. You are created with a spirit of power and love and you have a sound mind. Of course, we can do things to foster these qualities, but you were created this way. This is your original state. This is the form we are meant to spring back to, but we can't do this on our own. We need the tender grace of Jesus to guide us and support us every step of the way. So whether you're in the middle of a storm or preparing for the next, remember you are innately resilient. Acknowledge how hard life is, but remind yourself daily that you are created with a spirit of power and love and your mind is sound. Put a sticky note on your mirror, reminding you to ask the Lord to reveal to you how resilient you are and ask him to help you spring back to that amazing form he wants you in. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for that empowering advice from the Bible verse that you mentioned in 2 Timothy 1.7, that God gave us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind to help us through every storm 
that comes our way. Well, it has been a full show. Linda, thank you so much for your thoughts. We so appreciated them. And because we loved your thoughts, why don't you give us one of our takeaways from the show? Absolutely. I know for me, I always, uh, being a high performer, high striver, I'm always trying to find these big events to call a new beginning, but learning that it doesn't have to be just in a new year for it to be a new beginning, mm -hmm. that new beginnings are every morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so good. good. What do you guys think about that? Every morning is a new beginning. Yeah, I love that. Like, I'm in. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> every morning is, is day one, slate mm -hmm. one. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. What a way to approach life. I know, and I, I really like that that is. I think we should do another challenge for that. Yeah. And we approach life like every day is a new beginning. Yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't overwhelm us. Yeah, that's right. You like that's that, right. eh? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've taken, in life, I've taken, you know, five steps forward and then I've taken a step back. And like, you shouldn't live feeling like that. Like, that's that's not the way God, like, looks at us, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, no, every day is, I, His grace is sufficient. And, mm -hmm. and every day there's new grace, there's new mercy. Yeah. And like, yeah. live from that love. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and it's funny because that's not to say that the consequences of our decisions yesterday won't affect us no. or that it's just this new day and you're just like blank of your memory. Right. What it does mean is that God doesn't hold it against us. Right. And the choices from the past that have hurt us doesn't have to define us today. Amen. Amen. And yes. That's where the mercy, the grace, yes. and let's the move forward. That's the truth of it. Yeah. yeah God and is breaking that because I think I've met with a lot of women who things that have happened to them or they've done then have defined them yeah. Yeah. and that is who they are. Yeah. And wow. it's amazing because when you look at scripture and you look at Jesus, he shattered that. Mm, you know, he yeah. saw uh, the woman, you know, caught in adultery and he saw mm. these different women and yeah. he was like, oh, I love you. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love you. Like, I, I know that that is a, that's what's happened, but I see you as my yes. beloved. Yeah. Look how beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. beautiful. God is restorer. He's healer. He's, yeah. you know, he's yeah. the redeemer of our lives. And so we have to, yeah, That's live good. from that. And it's that steadfast and empowering restorative love that enables us to move forward, despite the fact that we know there's going to be hard yeah. days. Like yeah. we're not naive at this point, yeah. hopefully That's not. Right. There's going to be difficult moments, yeah. but you think back upon that steadfastness. Yeah. 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 Well, our second takeaway is from Lamentations 3, 22 mm -hmm. to 24. The love of God and his faithfulness to you and to me never, ever ends. Mm. So we have new every morning, but his faithfulness and love never ends. Mm -hmm. Especially for your story, Linda, because it was like, and for me personally too, love did end yes. in that in that context. Mm -hmm. How does that resonate with you that his love never ends? It's that his hope for me, his plan for me, his good future for me, and for each one of us, and for every woman watching, is not null and void based on someone else's ending their love for us. Wow. Right? Our future and our hope and our deliverance continues. The plans he has for us continue. Yeah. And there's so much hope. Our lives are not over. His love continues. And his love is what sustains us, propels us, and causes us to live fully. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And we can get to that place that even people who have hurt us, we can actually go in time to a place where we can forgive Amen. and we can have a supernatural love for them that only can come from Jesus. Amen. And I think that's also the part of us when we look at that, that things can happen to us yep. and then we step into that new day, new beginning, yep. but also there is the responsibility for us to get to this place of forgiveness mm. and healing and sending grace and mercy to the perpetrators and the ones that have hurt us. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I just, I just hear the heart of God saying to someone that He's inviting them to step into a new morning. Oh Ooh. yeah. 
Yes. Just to let go the pains and the days mm -hmm. and the scars of the past and to step with him into a new morning, yeah. a bright new yep. day. Yeah. Well, after our discussion today, we want to pray for you. Father, I thank you so much that you know each one of us so intimately. You understand our stories. You understand what we are going through. You know each heart that's watching and listening who's had their own carpet ripped from under their feet. But I thank you, Lord, that you are the God who walks on top of the winds and the waves and that you are the one whose mercies never fail and that you renew them every morning. So we just speak hope and life mm -hmm. and healing into each broken heart. And I thank you, Lord, that through your power, not only do we have new beginnings, but you also empower us by the power of your Holy Spirit to forgive and to be new every day. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. New every morning, great is your faithfulness, yes. oh God. Yes. Linda, thank you so much for being with us and sharing your story and your heart and being so open and honest. I love that. Thank I you for having me. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Cheryl, Brooke, Lisa, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your thoughts as well. And I'm so proud of you all because we've been through a lot individually and uh, it's amazing to see where God has taken each one of us yeah. every single day, a new day, and we're he's brought us. So, so proud of you. And to you, our viewers, listeners, and friends, we hope that after you listen to our conversation today, you will feel confident and encouraged and strengthened in your journey, that even as you experience struggles and pain, you are not alone, and that God is always, always with you. His steadfast love and mercies are there to help and to hold you up. And we encourage you to get into a loving and supportive community to read stories in the Bible, people just like you, who have gone through pretty hard and tough things and got through. And we'd love for you to connect with us at seeherlove.com to read our blogs and devotionals and to watch our vlogs on resilience because we know they will help you. And make sure that you say hello to us on, online so that we can help and pray for you as well. And always know whatever decision you need to make, you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherlove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.